the very, very interesting Parshas Vayigash concept, says the Zerah Shimshoin. Yeah, that Yosef was the youngest of the Shvatim, he's calling the Medrash, and his brothers couldn't answer him. What will we answer when HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to talk to us? And we know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't say things that didn't happen. So what are we going to answer then? The question is, what do we need a Raya? Like, what we're, we're, we don't understand that if Hashem says something, this is the way it is. So, like, what, what, where are we heading over here with this? Why Why do we need a Raya that, if, if not for the Maise of Yosef, and if Yosef wouldn't have said, yeah, that Ani uh, Yosef, and they couldn't answer him. So it wouldn't be Oilanu Miyoy Madin and Oilanu Miyoy Matoichecha. It would be the same Oilanu Miyoy Madin and Oilanu Miyoy Matoichecha anyway. Because how could we answer anything? So what 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 does the Medrash, what is the Medrash trying to build out over here? What is it trying to tell us that would would uh, been different and uh, we, we we have to understand this? It's not this isn't. Uh, Something that is, uh, you know, just stamazoi. Simply, uh, oh, Terence is, uh, the Medrash wants to teach us not a new svara. He wants us to know why did Yosef have to ask how Oidavichai? Yosef, you heard so many times, so many times you heard again and again and again you know yeah you asked about the father and they said yeah he's this and that it was going back and forth like you don't know you don't really know that like why do you need to to, there's no reason to stress this now this is something that you knew you heard it from the brothers loud and clear and you can't say that you didn't hear it from the brothers loud and clear because you did. So, what do you want now with this Ha'oi Where are you heading with this? Teretz says, yeah, he says that he wants to say, you know, no matter what was going on, yeah, let's say I'm acknowledging here that I made a mistake. Okay. Uh, which is good, it, 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 and it's the proper thing to do. But at the end of the day, now, yeah, you never took in consideration what's going to be with Yaakov. When you did what you did, why didn't you think what our father's going to think? Why didn't you think what's going to be his feelings at this point? And, and and this is where his Teichacha kicks in. That means my father, the way he was when we were alone, before I was taken away, that father who was alive and he was teaching me and he was a happy person and uh, yeah, is he still alive? Is that father of mine still alive or is he gone forever? And this is a hard question to answer. This isn't a simple question to answer. And this is really tough talk. 
because obviously they he knew and they knew that that Yaakov Avinu isn't around anymore. That Yaakov Avinu is gone. And there's the famous story in the Gemara, in Ksubis, Mori Bar Isak. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, this guy arrives and he says, I'm your brother. And therefore, I deserve to get a chalik of the Yerusha. So, like, again, the Gemara is, is, when the Gemara just brings the story, the Gemara doesn't say, and doesn't go into detail, did Mori Bar Isak know that he had a brother, that his father went overseas, and overseas had a different wife, and it could be, or he, he, this brother went away when he was a younger kid. Whatever it is, it, it's not clear where and when this brother comes into the situation. So, but now this guy is here and he's claiming, I'm your brother and I deserve half of the Yerusha. Now, uh, Mari Bar Isak was not the guy who is going to easily give up half of his Yerusha to this guy who's claiming he's his brother. So he says, Lo So he came to Rav Chizda, and Rav Chizda says, What do you want? It says, He doesn't know that you're a brother. So you can't stamazoi come now and claim out of nowhere that uh, you deserve half of a Yerusha for what, for when, and how. Where are you coming from? Like, why should he want to split with you anything? Al smach what? There's no reason that he should split with you anything. He doesn't know you from anywhere. Bring Adim, bring Uriah, and uh, then we'll go and we'll talk. Okay. So he was looking for people that would come, and he said, I can't bring anybody because uh, this Mari Bar Isa guy was... Uh, sort of a tough guy and people were afraid nobody had the guts to get up and straightforward say hey this against Mori Bar Isak obviously they knew that uh, yeah if I'm going to say anything against Mori Bar Isak then uh, yeah I'm going to get it so yeah there's there's nobody who's going to on his in, in his uh, normal mind just say you know what I'll I'll, 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 I'll do it I'm asking him to do it there's no such breed Okay, very good. So, in the end, so they were Machai of him. He said, Yosef knew that his brothers don't recognize him because he saw that the whole time they don't recognize him. And he was able to continue this. He said, but this is different than Mori Bar Isak. Mori Bar Isak just wanted to know you know, I, I, I would, I, I'll, if I know that you're my brother, I might split with you. But I don't know that as a fact. So since that is not a very known fact in any way, so uh, why should I split with you anything? You split something with somebody who you know th- that th- is deserving something. But if you don't know that there's somebody who deserves anything, then why should I split anything with anybody? So Yosef already knew that the brothers Taka have no clue that it's Yosef, that he's him. 
and he, he was able to taka really keep up this spill to a certain extent. But again, at, at, at some time, there's going to be an end to this. And this is what he wanted to point out. That now, all of a sudden, it dawned upon them. When he's saying, Ani Yosef ha'oid avichai, is vayaker Yosef es echov, they knew, he knew them right away. Meaning, in the last two years, this guy who was taunting us, he knew who we are. And he knew what he was doing. And he knew what he was saying. And therefore, because HaKadosh Baruch who knows, this is, he's trying to tell them, I knew you from before. And I'm asking you, honest to goodness, that Ovi that was when I left the house, is he still around? Or no? Is he gone and gone forever? And that's where it hits. Because Klape Shmaya, he's telling them, if you can't, you couldn't re- recognize me, yeah, but I recognized you, I knew your story, so you, 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 you saw that I see through. And now that's why Nivhalumi Panav, they were scared, because he knows who they are and what they were doing and therefore he's afraid that Taka, this is something that was extremely, extremely wrong. And they really, really should not have done what was done. But again, at this point now, it's too little, too late. It's, it's not that you could come at this moment now and say, oh, I want to go back. Now there's no going back. Now it is what it is. You're in front of the situation as it is, and you have to live with it, and you have to man up, and that's what he's trying to say. This is exactly what he's trying to say: that the Shvatim would have to man up now, because uh, because now that they know that he knows them. Oh, this is bad, very bad. And uh, that's exactly where 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 our hadin the oilanu hadin the oilanu Because yeah, what are we going to say? How what, what, what tarets can we say? Which tarets would be valid? Which tarets would make sense? Nothing. Everything wouldn't make sense at this point. And that's why the the. the that's why the Medrash is saying that. So after that was said and done, so he tells his brother, okay, Shuelai, come close to me. It's time to, to, to reconcile. Yeah, yeah. There was, there was the moments, and he says, Ani Yosef Hashem So, Yosef is, is, is now showing them, I know everything. And therefore, since I know everything, and since you sold me to Mitzrayim, and I'm telling you, nobody knew this. This is Cherem, yeah? This was, they, they were Machrim anybody. No one was able at any time to do that. So, therefore, by me 
showing and telling you that means that this is the secret and that's that and 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 that's why Yosef was able to 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 bring out this avav achva v'sholem v'reis, even if it was only partial, for the little bit of time that's going to be, but it is, because what could you do? You know, this is this this is what we have now, and this is how we're going to have to live together, and we're going to have to try to make the best of it. Sometimes you could, sometimes you just can't. And here he's trying to point out, yes. This is this this is what we're supposed to do. Let's try to make the best of it as is, and and, and live up to this standard of now we'll live together. And he said, "You see that Now, if we take aside the Zerashimshin for a moment, it's just interesting to mention that you know this was this this was a, a, a facade. To a certain extent, because the Medrash says in a different place that Yosef already had revealed himself to Shimon and to Binyamin, so that was something that already that was done. So since Yosef already had revealed himself to Shimon and Binyamin, so uh, they're standing there and they're they're looking and they're watching of whoa, whoa what's going on here. How is this gonna? Uh, they say it in Yiddish. Because the you know the, they're waiting to see when everything is gonna be ceasefire. When do we see that uh, sort of everybody comes to their senses and say, okay, this is the story now, and this is how what we're gonna do, and this is uh, we'll 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 try to live through this in this way. And, and 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 that was Taka his his whole issue that he'll be able to do Kalti Eschem and I will I'll be able to provide for you, for you and for the family, and that's that. Because this is what the Rabbi Shlomo meant, and this is how the Rabbi Shlomo set it up, an understanding that we had to go through all these procedures, but obviously it was something that they had to go through in order to get to this great minute of that Yosef and his brothers can be together once and for all for, for who, in, in who knows how long. And, and that's something that is, 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 uh, is very, very, very deep. Okay. Uh, later on in the Parsha, that was this piece of... Uh, it says, And it says that Rashi says that Yaakov did not fall on Yosef's neck and he didn't kiss him because he was reading Kriyashma. Says the Zerashimshin, Maxim Oilam, the Oilam asks, yeah, why was Yaakov reading Kriyashma then? Like, he couldn't have read Kriyashma a minute before? What, what, what was so, uh, what was so uh, important that at this minute now to Davka read Kriyashma now? So if you're going to say that that was this man, that it was Vesikin, so why is Yosef not laying Kriyashma? He should also be laying Kriyashma. 
And if it's not this man, so Taka, what is Yaakov doing? So he's saying like this. Now you can't even say that Yaakov was in the middle of Kriyashma when this happened. Because that's, that's not Pshat. So the Teretz is that Yaakov is sort of the... Yaakov has a din like the Sanhedrin. Because he had Shivim Nefesh Yoytzei Yerechoi. And when you have Shivim Nefesh Yoytzei Yerechoi, so he is the representative of Sanhedrin. So Yaakov is representing all of Klal Yisrael now. So he said, as long as Yosef wasn't alive, he was lacking. Because he didn't have Shivim Nefesh. So since he didn't have the full Shivim Nefesh, he's not representing a Sanhedrin. He's representing Yaakov by himself. Uh, so therefore, he now that he sees Yosef, and he recognizes Yosef. He sees that it is Yosef. So now he could lay in Kriyashma as a new Kriyashma, as a representing all of Sanhedrin Kriyashma, which is stronger. And this was something that uh, Yaakov had that Avram didn't have and Yitzchok didn't have. Now, Avram is the representative of Midas HaChesed, and he emulates doing Chesed. Yitzchak is emulating the, the, the strength of Klal Yisrael to stand up, to have Gevura, to stand up with what is Choshev. But Yaakov represents the Sanhedrin. Now, the Rebbeinu Shlom had told Yaakov, I will take you out too. So he knew that Hashem was with him. And therefore, he knows that if Hashem is is is, uh, is guarding him, then for sure he has more of a chance to to survive Mitzrayim, and that is now with the koyach of Yosef Atzadik, which is the koyach of keeping away from Toyeva. That is something that is going to boost Klal Yisrael. And hopefully, this will keep them away and give them the ability of real life uh, forever in Mitzrayim that everybody will be able to go out. The problem is that, uh, uh, sadly, it didn't last that way. Because Am Yisrael, after a while, did lose it and was not up to par. So that was bad. But the bottom line is that at least they tried to establish that in the best of ways. 
So when you try to establish that in the best of ways, that's what you feel that I could touch and tap that Kedusha. And this is what Yaakov wanted to do. When you feel that you're in a certain uh, place, when you feel when you're in a certain level of Kedusha and you're trying to hand down this Kedusha for the generations to come, then you should always have some type of a strong statement that here's how you do it. So you, you're you coming to a time of stress, so yes, read Kriyashma, because Kriyashma will save you from that stress. Kriyashma was going to be his opening welcome with Yosef HaTzadik. This is how we greet each other. This is how we're going to live together. This is how we met each other. From now on, things will be different. And th- these are all tremendous Moser Haskells for our own ways of life, how to understand, to live the life, a life of Torah, a life of Kedusha, a life of trying to emulate Taka, knowing that Vayakir Yosef always knows and recognizes. He knows our abilities. He knows what we could really do. He knows what we can't do. He knows when we can and when we can't do. And why we don't. And why we can't. And when we could. And when we should have. And therefore, that's why there's the Oiloi Sabusha, the Oiloi Saklima. But if you remember to say Kriyashma, that's when things change. That's when the things change. And this is this was something that Yosef now wanted to show everyone, yeah, this is something that is extremely chashev for everyone to know and everyone to feel and everyone to teach. We should have the greatest Shabbos ever and Taka, we should always recognize our Maisim, plan them out in the right way and do them with all our Kavana and when things aren't going smooth, remember to be Mekabalo Malchus Shemayim to Lein Kriyashma. Call Tov, Alechtik and Shabbos. Bye-bye.